This is Alice Russell, and you're listening to Tree Thoughts with Rob Lewis. BTM 101.4 FM. Welcome along. Hope you're well. It's Unfold Radio time. True thoughts. Unfold Radio broadcasting out of Brighton across the globe. I'm Robert Louis. Hope your week's been well. Got the good music for you for the next two hours. Don't go anywhere. Very excited to start the show with um, brand new music from Alice Russell, I See You, from her forthcoming album on True Thoughts. Look out for a, a few select dates going on this year. Live. It's a great album. So I've got a good show lined up. Very excited to be having some music and interview with Ross Allen, who's a brilliant DJ, A&R, and um, he's been doing his thing for a little while. Uh, he's put me onto a lot of music. He's been involved with A&Ring a lot of brilliant music, and um, it's so good to have him chat about process of A&R, some stories behind the music and of course dropping some, just some of the music that he's been involved in with in his 30 odd years of being an A&R. So we've got music coming up in that part of the show with Ross that he's been involved in from Ultranate, the Four Hero production, the Amalgamation of Sounds, DJQ, SpaceX including the JD Jay Dilla remix, music from the Underworlds, Pesce, Amy Winehouse, Ross was involved with um, commissioning the remixes for Frank, music on that grime influence from Medicine featuring Lady Sovereign and um, his new label Foundation Music responsible for bringing us Brews and Lady Blackbird amongst many other great tunes. So all of that to come in about half an hour or so. I'm going to drop some tunes before we get into that. In the background, Isis in essence from the Luke Una compilation on Mr. Bongo Records. So coming up, we're going to keep it a bit broken beat. We've got new music from Brock Rogers on True Thoughts. Been getting a lot of love of that tune on dub plate. Asalata Rhythm. Music from Squirrel on Woodland Creatures record. Sort of mid-tempo broken beat vibe with it, but a sort of sung vocal thing. And then before we get into that, we're going to drop after this EVM 128. 
classic gammon rhythm. Alex Funcy on the remix co-op records. Keep you locked in.
And you hear that? Rob Louie in a jungle. Rob Louie in a jungle. Rob Louie in a jungle. Yo, listen, you hear that? Thank mm-hmm. you. 
dumb. So I can't stand still. I, I have thoughts. Of course. Everybody does. <laughs> You're listening to True Thoughts.
they playing from the approved playlist in the main room? Because my, my, my thing was all bangers all the time. Yeah, all bangers all the time. I think so. Yeah? You are listening to True Thoughts with Robert Louis. Join the music. Some palm skin productions in the background. We stand divided. Out now on True Thoughts. Shout out to Simon. And then before this, really love that tune from Squirrel, spell S K W I R L. I like that, sort of in its own world, but influences from the broken beat in the jazz sung vocal sounding real good and then music from Bruck Rogers before that aka Zero T aka Searchlight but Bruck Rogers is his guys for the broken beat vibes and um, getting a lot of love for that that's the new single just came out this week on True Thoughts been rocking the dance floor on Dubplate as well Salato Rhythm is the name of that. So just before we get back into it, just a reminder, keep up to date with what we're doing release-wise, gig-wise, music-wise at True Thoughts, TRU Thoughts on the website and various social media, including YouTube, Instagram, X, TikTok and um, yeah, most of them were there. And um, we, of course, by the website, you can join the mailing list. Keep up to date if you join the mailing list about what we're doing release wise and gig wise. And um, radio shows up on Mixcloud and Soundcloud each and every week. Thank you to everybody sending messages, recommending music, sending me music commenting about the radio show always appreciated the support and for me direct I'm on um, 
Instagram and X, Robert Louis there, R-O-B-E-R-T-L-U-I-S. I've got the current playlist and archive playlist on my website, Robert Louis, R-O-B-E-R-T-L-U-I-S. And the various ways you can check the show, streaming, download, live listening. That's your thing. Shout out to the live listeners, download crew, streaming crew. So, as I said at the start of the show, next up, we're going to have some music and conversation with the brilliant Ross Allen. Talking about his um, varying roles within the music industry, but particularly focusing on the A&R part of what he's done over the last 30-odd years. And he's had a brilliant track record, so much music I've played um, in the 90s, up until now, in DJ sets, radio. Always got good tunes of his in my record collection and been playing on the show and in the club nights I've been doing over the years. I'm sure you've heard me play plenty of his tunes. Some really interesting stories and some brilliant music coming up. So we're going to let this one finish and then we're going to start with um, a brilliant track that only re- relatively recently I realised Ross was involved in Ultranate I guess quite known for the more house music tracks but when she did the co- collaboration with Full Hero with the brilliant tune Twisted it was really amazing and then um, only recently found out Ross was involved in suggesting that through AMPM it came out through Strictly Rhythm but it's a brilliant tune so we'll let this one run and then we're going to get into that and have a bit of a chat with Ross as well as dropping some more good music keep it locked in you don't want to go anywhere Unfold.
So um, this is Maps, Advice and Stories. I did the first one with Mr Scruff about DJing and was really desperate to do one about A&R and really wanted to speak to our guest today, um, Ross Allen. Hi, Ross. No, no, You're no. all right. Again, Good. Yeah, not bad, not bad, Rob, not bad. So we're just having a little chat earlier and basically I just want to, I mean, we've known each other for a long time. I was trying to think before we did this. I, I think we first met when you were doing the club section at Straight No Chaser and I was sending listings through the clubs and then we ended up chatting and then I ended up booking you to play in Brighton. Yeah, I think that's how we met. Yeah, Yeah, Ship Street, yeah, yeah, the jazz place on Ship Street. But you... That that was a long time ago. That was probably 1992. Yeah, early 90s, mid-90s. And then we've just always been in touch ever since then. And for me, I've really followed your journey pre-Doing True Thoughts. I saw you do, you know, be involved in A&R and do... Filter is, is probably my first 
Yeah, um, no, I, I think, think my first A and R thing was I, I was I got a job off the back of that club column at Straight No Chaser, doing club promo at Dorado. Ah, right. I started at Dorado. I was running a record shop in Streatham. Actually, before that, I did a little bit of record label work with Tongue and Groove, which was oh, yeah. the precursor to Hospital Records. Yeah. Is it? Is it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and the whole acid jazz kind of thing. So I sort of got my foot in the door then, sorted out by Paul Bradshaw uh, and Janine at Straight No Chaser. So I was, I was writing for them and obviously deeply in that scene and doing a bit of DJing and whatnot with, you know, Probably not Giles at that point, but you know, was was in with Giles and Patrick and and that whole sort of world, doing a lot of things in South East London, DJ wise, and then um, yeah, and then and then did a little stint at uh, Tongue and Groove, which is more just sort of getting your foot in the door, record label wise, and then Ollie from Dorado got in touch, I think, and Paul Bradshaw was just like, look, Ross, you should go for this job, you know, it'll be. It'd be really good for you. He's a good guy and bloody bloody blah, blah, blah. So I started there doing club promo and then I think, you know, being the sort of person that I am and sort of excitable and into things as I was then as I as I am now, um, you know, I was just like, you know, ended up doing all manner of things, but also commissioning a few remixes you know I got Ashley Beadle to do some stuff and then Express 2 and Ballistic Brothers to remix Dino um, and then I just sort of, sort of got more and more into that side I signed a band called APE to Dorado and then eventually Ollie turned around and said look do you want you know we want to give you your own label because my sort of stuff was more club based electronic than what they were doing at Dorado which was more sort of musician based um, still very fresh, you know, Jaleesa Anderson, outside Dino. Um, I suppose they had Brooklyn Funk Essentials. As so a jazz I, scene was going on at that time quite strong, exactly. wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah sort of, and I suppose I was more aligned and, and leaning into what Mo Wax were doing. More beatsy, more hip-hoppy, more clubby, techno, reflecting what I was playing when I was DJing. Do you know what I mean? You know, so, and I suppose as ever, I've just kept finding things do you know what I mean you know so um yeah so they they, they gave me um filter uh well they said have a label and I set up filter which ran for a while and you know we ended up um signing Sunship who obviously went on to do quite well on the UK garage thing but he was um he'd had links with Dorado because he'd been Dino and he'd also done some tracks on Dorado. Me and Kerry got on really well um, and we did some EPs and then obviously he turned into the sort of UK garage sort of sensation. He got latched onto that. Um, and who else did we sign? Underwolves, which was a drum and bass project, Ned Kelly and Professor Stretch, which I then signed on to Ireland later, I made an album with them. Um, DJQ and the amalgamation of sounds. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Jean Claude from If If Record If Music. I think he was working at Catch a Groove then, and I was buying a lot of records off of him. And yeah, he did that first amalgamation of sounds thing. DJQ was um, well, it was funny actually. That was an EP that I bought called East End Tracks, like East End of Glasgow, and it had um, on one side was Blue Boy, and on the other side was DJQ. Um, and I managed to get hold of DJQ, wanted to get hold of Blue Boy, but DJQ wouldn't give me his details. He just wanted me to do his stuff. So I was just like, all right, cool, fair enough. And then obviously Blue Boy went on to do 
uh, remember me. But having said that, you know, the DJ Q stuff was wicked, you know, it yeah. was like, it was really like on that Carl Craigie. Yeah. You know, at the time, I was spending a lot of rec- a lot of time in Fat Cat and that those sort of record shops, you know, and uh, that whole techno fusing with beats and sort of, you know, the, the, that deeper detroit kind of side, the artificial intelligence, you know, warp kind of vibe was something I was into as well as old funk, soul, reggae, hip hop, US Gary. From the days when house was built, we have been here. To the frontiers of the music world we came. Pushing back the boundaries, we have sought to make it dance. We are your servants, which we ever will remain. We are the soldiers of the underground, protectors of the faith. Our flight is one that never can be tamed. We do not seek your adoration, your respect is all we seek. For that respect, we we'll have the movement to sustain. And though our names and faces change in time, our music will endure, and our simple task shall always be the same. That until the world is ended, till our walls come crashing down, the underground religion we will maintain.
than speaking to Robert Louis. The reason it was called Filter was because it was meant to be, you know, we would get these acts that would, and we would put them out cheaply, cheerfully, and just do the vinyl, mail it out to DJs, maybe a bit of radio, although not really back then, and just get it in the shops and see if they bubbled up and turned into anything that could then go on to, um, you know, uh, Dorado proper. Do you know what I mean? It was meant to be a filter label into Dorado to find some ads. So there was, you know, I, I was never really aware of what the budget was, but I think it was like a small, you know, yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, in essence, one of the reasons I stopped working there was because, you know, at the time you used to get advances from distributors to cash flow your thing. And we had that guy Kid Loop signed there, who was Charlie Lexton, Cool Breeze's brother. Um, and I always thought he was, he was all right and it was quite good. Um, but they really wanted us to do an album with, um, with Kid Loops. And I was a bit like, if we get it to a point where I think it's great, then we'll do it. Um, and if we don't, then I don't want to put it out. And I, it never got to the point where I thought it was great and we should put it out. But Ollie had the constraint that he needed to put another album out to trigger something in the deal to give him money to continue. So, you know, I remember I went to Japan with Ashley Beadle to DJ and you know, I was like, before I went, it was a bit like, he was like, you've got to put this album out. And I was like, I don't want to put it out. And he was like, you've got to do it. And then I was like, if you make me do it, then I'll leave. And then I remember getting a phone call in Japan in the middle of the night and just got him going, we're going to put that album out. And then I was like, well, then I'm leaving. And that's why I left. So, so what happened um, after the filter situation then? From a, from an, was that Ireland soon after that? Yeah, I mean, after the filter, I mean, you know, by this time I was on BBC London doing my sort of show three nights a week. So I was getting quite visible. Filter did a lot of stuff. You know, it was quite, an, I was in quite a nice position. You know, Heavenly Records offered me a job. Left Field offered me a job to run their Hard Hands label. Pete Tong offered me a job at uh, London. And then Ireland came in and offered me a label within Ireland and a full-time salary. Um, and that was where I sort of had that dilemma of do I go and work for a major? But I'd always wanted to sort of, you know, I think underneath a lot of my sort of left of centre leanings, you know, I quite I, I quite like, when I say I like a pop record, I like a good quality pop, you know, I like the elements that make up big accessible records. And I thought if I go to one of those places and it being Ireland with the sense of Chris Blackwell and everything else, then I've got a shot at, at hopefully taking my leaning, which is black music, left of centre black music, you know, and working with someone who's constantly broken left of centre amazing records. And only a few years after sort of Massive Attack Soul to Soul did do that, isn't it? So it's quite a recent template of underground club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And obviously, obviously they, records, they, yeah. They, had, they had trickier islands, you know. And I think what they wanted, they, want, they thought I could come in. You know, when we set Island Blue up, it was with a view to it being the talking loud Moax of Ireland, you know, 
Um, and, you know, I mean, I, I remember going in there and I was quite naive at the time. That's one of the things I was talking to my mum about today. I was just like, you know, I didn't come from, I came from South East London, you know, in in Abbey Woods. And I, I, the fall of working in the music business when I was a kid buying record, Groove Records or going to the WAG Club or, or doing any of this stuff, I was so infatuated with it and loved it so much. Never thought that it would be me that could do any of this stuff. It was like, well, that's what other people do. You know, at my school, if I'd gone, yeah, I want to go and work in music business, they'd be like, what? You know, it was like, you know, you have work on a building site, you go into the city or you become a chartered surveyor or something. Do you know what I mean? It was all very, you know. I think that's it, where we've got a real similar thing because I'm, we've sort of come in from no connections or anything like yeah. that, just loving music and then going in and yeah, making a way, yeah. Yeah, you know, like, you know I, I did a degree and my mum was just like, we doing working in a record shop, you know, I didn't pay for you to go to college to go and do that. And I was like, yeah, but, you know, maybe I can, you know, and she was just like, you know, basically sort of disowned us for a while. True thought, true thought, true thought, true thought, true
Cause I need you Cause I need you Cause I need you Cause I need you Pura parichito, niyatam sa eva, 
Between 97 and like 2000, 2001, those four years I was at Island full time and had Island Blue. You know, it was it, it was it was magical because I was on the radio three nights a week. I was doing 
you know, I ended up covering Giles on Radio One and a lot of other DJs on Radio One. Early Six Music, I was doing a lot of shows on there. I, I remember two- on Radio One, you were the first person I heard play Red Estate, follow me. Yeah. You know, I was like, wow, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, actually, I always think of that. I always think of that playing that red stair because someone um, emailed in that night and was like, why are you playing? Why are you playing this crap? Giles would never play this, and I was just like, he's not here. But it was quite, you know. I mean, there's, there's always someone thinks, <laughs> like you know what I mean, you know. But um, yeah, it was. Uh, but it was, um, yeah, it was. It was just. It was all kind of coming to. I mean, I was. I was like buzzing do you know what I mean you know it was just I was doing three nights a week on the radio um, I won a, a Sony award for the radio show the label you know we had we signed we had Underwolves we had Box Saga we had Custom Blue we had SpaceX we signed um, we had Kirk Giorgio we had, um, we had uh, Global Communications Tom Middleton Mark Pritchard all of these things building this sort of like stable great art of great acts and then you know just as we were sort of moving forward with momentum then Ireland got sold you know Universal merged with um, uh, with Polygram and Chris Blackwell left and all of a sudden we had this whole new world order where me doing Talvin Singh me building up all these kind of acts meant nothing to Lucy and Grain and the people that came in, they were just like, what's this? A backdrop to that um, was that around the same time, and again, something on a more macro level that I wasn't paying any attention to, was that sales fell off the edge of a cliff because you had Napster and then you had the whole streaming download thing. And, you know, it was it was a weird time. You know, the 90s were like a glory time for CD sales, you know, vinyl. It was things like Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't even believe. I can't even believe. I mean, work, working with him was magical. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, I mean that, that and, and I was also lucky because, again, the fallout of Universal and Polygram merging together meant that Moax imploded. And I was there, you know, I mean, I had to fly out to, to San Francisco and meet up with Shadow and talk to Shadow and go, look, mate, there's people at Ireland that know what you're all about. And I DJed with him. I didn't really know him that well, but I went and hung out with him and he sort of humoured me and we spent an afternoon together. I mean, I subsequently went on to work with Shadow on a couple of records further down the line. But, um, yeah, you know, I got to pick up the acts on Moax, which I thought were good and could do stuff, you know. So um, that's where Peche, I mean, Peche was buzzing though, you know, that time that, you know, Moax had put out. Um, from home, yeah. yeah, yeah, and there was that Wicked Trevor Jackson mix of it. And uh, yeah, it was just like, right, well, we'll take that. I mean, it was brilliant, you know, I mean, I, I love Peche, I had such a laugh with him. <laughs> I mean, I, I got a lot of time for James Lavelle as well, but I don't, I don't think Peche and James Lavelle were the best sort of bedfellows because I sort of sat with Peche's two managers um, and they were like, yeah, Paul's coming in a bit. And then Peche walked in and he kind of walked through the front door and he went, if you're anything like that, James Lavelle, me and you have got a problem. And I was just like, 
alright 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 how you doing you alright I'm, I'm a fan I love what you've done yeah, 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 you know, just I mean that you know there was that funny attitude of drum and bass people around that yeah. sort of thing. I think I met because we did an album with Pesce Moore, sort of jazzy beats album, and I, I, when I was chatting with him, we're like, what was going on behind the scenes? I think he's obviously mellowed down, and you know, at that point, I think at that point the album had come out, so he must have. He was obviously a frustrated artist as well at that point, I guess. Yeah, no, but I mean, yeah. you know, I, I mean, I had such a good time with Pesce. He was yeah. absolutely. We had such a laugh and. Yeah, I mean, he taught me so much about drum and bass, you know what I mean? He was like an original, original drum and bass head, you know, from the rave days. And the sickest DJ, you know, such a good drum and bass DJ, you know, good DJ all around, a music lover. And um, yeah, I mean, I was sort of gifted that record, you know what I mean? It was great, and the music made it their album of the month. You know, it did, it did loads. <laughs>
yeah, around this time, it all sort of came crashing to a sort of a bit of a, not a disaster, but a, but a weird sort of place, you know. And um, I mean, you know, I, I they put they they put Island Blue on hold. They were like, we you know, we don't want anything coming out on a subsidiary. We want everything to come out on Island proper. So they sort of shelved it. And um, and I you know, and I was like, well, look, you know what? If you're not going to move my label, then I just want to be there to work the acts that I've got. Um, and you know, normally when you go to being a consultant, you're there for six months and then you're out the door. Um, Seventeen years later, I left Ireland. So I stayed as a consultant okay, wow. at Ireland for seventeen yeah, yeah. years. I think realistically, I was the person who sort of could get cool remixes done of all these projects. Yeah, because you, know? you did the Amy Winehouse Frank one. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I did. Um, I mean, I've you know Mary J. Blige, which we got Grammy nominated for, and Erica Badu remixes, and Common remixes, and what's that? Yeah, one? Amy Winehouse, Sage G, and MJ Cole. Yeah, I did all them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. classic remixes, aren't they? So. Yeah. Tree thoughts. Tree thoughts. You're listening to True Thought with Russ Allen speaking to Robert Lewis.
I, I then went off and formed Casual Records with the people who ran the club Cargo. Um, and that was where we did... Um, like that, maybe software, like medicine. Yeah, medicine. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> um, did some stuff with Sunship, you know, like, and, you know, and then we did the Country Got Soul albums. But at the, around that time as well was when I... So what, what time was that? What years was that going? And that's the 2000s, that, was it? That yeah, really? that was probably 2002, 2003. Yeah. So, the, so the, the grimy thing had come and gone... And then I was doing my night at Cargo, which was a monthly thing. And then Chris Green was like, Look, why don't we do a label? And I just had the number one with the Sugar Babes. So that was sort of riding high. Um, and then we did, um, and then, yeah, and, and, you know, then we, Medicine would, you know, Gabriel Prokofiev, you know, Prokofiev's grandson was a kid that we got, I got introduced to and I liked what he did. Um, and then Lady Sovereign came out of that. But at the same time, you know, that was when I was hanging out with Sindon and Switch and Diplo and all of that was another thing that was coming through that I got really excited about, you know, that sort of, you know, again, you know, fresh, new school, black music from the ghettos around the world. You know what I mean? I remember hearing Baraka some system and being like, what? And that was when MIA was around and... You know, and, and, and that was a whole nother world. Like, oh my God, this music's amazing. I mean, I tried to sign Switch to Ireland and, you know, Switch would always, would did a lot of Jack in the house things. And he would play, you know, we, we had a meeting um, and he came in and, you know, he would play a beat and it was a minute long intro because it was a club track. And my boss at the time at Ireland would just go, yeah, anyway, yeah, that's nice. What's the next one? And I'm like, no, 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 it hasn't started yet. You know, they just used to, you know, and, and then you go on to the next one and it's, oh, okay, right, a minute in, flick it onto the, I'm like, no, 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 you're not listening to them properly. Like, they're club tracks. You've got to sit with them and listen to where they go and where they go is amazing. And it was just like, oh, it's a waste of time. You know what I mean, you know? So, so yeah, so, and I was still hanging out with a lot of them that, you know, Roll Deep and, you know, all of those guys, um, you know, they were never fans of Lady Sovereign. Um, I mean, that was that was one of the times when we sort of found her, signed her off her own back. We got, you know, artwork and, um, you know, I don't know if you remember. Do you remember that that, that project that artwork did with? Um, uh, it was they used to call themselves Moto Blanco, but they did this project called Menta. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Sounds of the future is absolutely brilliant. You know, before before dubstep, there was that. That sort yeah. of that was like UK garage, you know, yeah. with like one three eight Trek that, um, you know, Zinc and that were doing, yeah. you know, those sort of records which are break beaty, you know, garagey records, yeah. you know, whatever, and um, and you know, I mean, art, artwork it went on to be Magnetic Man was making making those records, so I got him to do a mix of Lady Sovereign, and I got uh, you know. Switch and Sindon and all that lot to do mixes and um, yeah you know we we, we, we we bubbled up Lady Sovereign and you know she got on the cover of the NME and then then the vultures kind of swept in and took her away from us and so yeah. as an indie you, there was just nothing was that just like a proper that's it She's, she was gone and you couldn't do it yeah, we, we, we ended up in court over that you oh know, wow I mean, ironically, you know, like I've been tried to sign all these grimy acts. The label that signed her and did a sort of deal behind my back was Island, 
you know, Ireland, the, the guy that didn't want to sign Dizzy Rascal signed. I think they thought, oh, we found Lady, we found, you know, he found Dizzy Rascal. You know, we missed out on that. Now he's found Lady Sovereign, let's get on her. And to be honest, you know, my mate who runs or ran Republic Records, he ended up signing Lady Sovereign to Def Jam with, with Jay-Z. She was the first British hip hop act signed to Def Jam in America. And, um, you know, I was sort of ostracized from the whole project. The people that came into manager turned her against me and whatever else, you know, we never had a, had a bad word, but they sort of, it all went off and went into this weird thing. But but she was, she was all set to be, to have a number one record in America with Missy Elliott. She was on a Verizone ad and she sort of, she had a few problems. She sort of, you know, they reckon she messed up this video shoot and stopped that happening. But yeah, she was, you know, I thought she was fascinating, you know, yeah, she was yeah. that girl. And I just remember like really kind of being at a sound check when she was playing at Cargo one night. And she just got on stage and started doing all these like Native Americans. Sort of, hey, yo, 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 hey, yo. And I was just like, wow. And she was quite good on the mic. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Funny, wasn't she? It was like the yeah, cheeky, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, it was. So, so how, how's that? So, I guess, I mean, we've had a bit of experience with um, we, we had we had Moonshine had interest for Majors, and then it didn't work out. You know, they, they have, the deal wasn't for them, and then we ended up carrying on doing them. So, in a sense, it worked out right. But we felt re- it was nice because we you can't stop. You know, when an artist is like, oh, look, we've got an opportunity, you don't want to take that away. So we just said, look. We'll figure something out, but just go and do it. And then it didn't work out. We ended up doing it. But I remember feeling quite, you feel a bit down because you're like, oh, we've got to this point and we just really wanted to carry on. It, was that a big knock having that with something that you signed in? Because I guess at that point, it was like what you want as an A&R is that you've got something you think is bubbling that can go up a notch. And how, how did you feel? Yeah, no, it was horrible because it was one of those things where, you know, you sort of, you know, and again, you know, it's all these things where you see the sort of nasty side of the music business and it's gloves off and when there's money and the people think it's going to go, it gets quite raw and, you know, and, and I think realistically, you know, all you really want or all I've really wanted for a long time is to sort of get an act and build them up and take them somewhere. And for a long time, that never happened. You know, I'd helped with the sugar babes I'd helped with Amy Winehouse I'd worked on all these other things but they never really you know and having been in that major label world you know SpaceX you know I thought underperformed I thought SpaceX had the potential to be another Portishead but Steve didn't really sit there and write the greatest songs he had some brilliant songs on that first album and but it was, they just got so into making beats and they weren't into the songs and, you know, and also I think SpaceX, if they could come out now in the world, would have been huge because, you know, the world of the internet and everything else, it would have, it would have connected. But at that back then you had to get it on the radio to make it work. I guess sometimes that's part of the process, isn't it? Is when you're doing the creative space of what you're doing, you are... Yeah, it's a little bit ahead and you're trying something that maybe a new generation will discover yeah, and it, be it, influenced by, isn't yeah, it? So I mean, that, again, 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 I think that's why, you know, if you had your own label, you know, the fact that it was ahead of the curve, you know, you would reap the dividends down the line when everyone else caught up. Do you know what I mean? Um And it was, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's, like I say, it, it, it's been a good ride. It's been brilliant. You're listening to True Thought 
with Russ Allen speaking to Robert Louis. Nobody clock up with it on stop If you wanna come and drop a limit that is not tough But if you had a clock you still couldn't rhyme You still 
forward but three steps back Cause I'm daily separating man's day out day in Leaving them in low self-esteem, meditating Don't think of it as nonsense, I'll make you lose your confidence Listen how you're spitting, now this track is living in the dirty issue You can't spit and it's better that you quit Leave it to shy, still that spit's hot, toxic Sick. But you remember heavy still, you know? Yeah, right <laughs> Don't listen up to somewhere and I mean shy, see Grabs belly, caps deep and they never stop wasting Lyrics in your face, you can't keep it a pace So you know what, I don't give side <laughs> the beef's kicking off now. Frost P, Bruce Grove, N17. ZU, take down these dud birds. Yo, I use both of these girls back like Pika Sex in a condom, the beef is on. And your missed kind of my impressions ain't bothering no one's events, but nah, get your own slogan. Take that, man, get off the track. I'm too class to go back to back with your average George backs. What you know about looking you get hip hop awards? Nothing. Spitting for trads of bands? Nothing. Treat your bros like Kit Kat, give them a break. Cause you're unknown, a big plus your band to hate. They wanna be like us, but they're featherweight and I'm a heavyweight. Eating MCs like ready break. If that's the case, imagine what the steps get slapped. Quick in X and hold with no prep. Must be men, cause you had the balls to step, attempt to rep. But you get placed off the set. Trust if you be suffering, I'm benson and hedges. Done told the game to us like anesthetics. Even with gaps, keep pressing, he's still sad. Yes, so don't get it twisted, girls. You ain't a man. I take down your whole horde with my forward. You hear the way I flow when you really wish you could. Never that. Too many rhymes, too many lines for dead amateurs like you. I ain't got the time. Yo, listen up. Just frost P, ice frosty. Gap, belly cap, kill MC softly like Lauren. We buy shots from foreign. And you don't want to in my side. So these girls serious, man. They better have recognize what time it is before you clean their clocks. Oh, I spit sick rhyme, I start better than yours. Times ten, I rhyme remarkable time. I put a shit in your stomach line. You can never take looks for a spec. This is better, but I'm tougher than ever. My bend better is simply paper. Write them is with no pen, no paper. Haters never prosper, so get lost like change down the sofa. Gary doesn't matter to me, cause if shy sees on battle than me, she'll graduate the seat. Our old school like bully hole jeans. It's all your screens when the bully goes in. I used to shop work to a ghetto dope thing. Don't think it's bullshit. I'm talking, my throat's clean, yo. My throat's clean just like the post cheeks. Better listen up when Barrow speaks So all of my words are hurting you And you both down sound like dudes While with who you Got better things to do Easily kill you Come on dudes Who's who in the MC game I put a lame MC to shame You've only got yourself to blame Tame your voice when you talk big My dish is real I kill you little kids like more than pills. So chill when you're walking I'm it ends It's not happening I'm still strapping my nine I'm still rapping part time Let me ever take it back the old ways You don't wanna see me take it back the old days I fake with frost free like a maniac Cause I'm back I'll show you where the golf is at I'm still one of a kind when the war with me Kill 22 MC Not when they make it 23 Yo listen up Frost P, Ice Frosty, Gap, Belly Cap, Kill MC, Softly, Like Lauren, we buy shots from foreign, and you don't wanna get my side, fool. Listen up, Tills, Frost P, Ice Frosty, Gap, Belly Cap, Kill MC, Softly, Like Lauren, we buy shots from foreign, and you don't wanna get my side, fool. I'll slew you, hands tied behind my fudge, tap, no lies, I will even close my eyes, turn around, make my back face in your face, switch pace, spend my lyrics in your face like me. Yo, never does ice cream with my makeup, I'll put that up here, don't fool, what a word, son of light, just uh-huh, I'll be the midget in the middle, what, right about Yo. now, but can you look little? Rose never stopping, I cold, I rose 20 years old, I still hop on the bus with a child bus. We ain't stopping for cues, we just rush past Educated but yep, I still bunk class Frosty, young renegade, roll with the ROC Plus we fully stopped with a 9 milli Frosty hotter than the Sahara Desert After banning the Philly, I'm fuck Jack Pokemon cards from Kitty A lot of people know shy, still a renegade I keep gas inside a bottle but it's not lemonade So don't get it twisted, cause I'm not shy Give a bad look, get a right hook in your eye I'm that man, I pull scares like Amprax Keep a boy looking similar to Tampax Man, I hold my axe and jack all the lime off the track Make you still sound like old dear Max Puffin' and puffin' and bluffin' and I double the nut and I double the fuckin' your girlfriend Double the trouble when I double the barrel R.O. double the sorrow, you won't be into yeah, you don't wanna look in my eye, fool My living simply must have cry, fool Let me see a black and white like a black type, fool So you, you know what the fuck about side, fool One love, one bit to end Maps, advice and stories with Ross Allen Speaking to Rob Louie
you know, and, and obviously now on NTS, the chat room, you know, you play stuff, boom, you know, when I played, the first time I played Foremost Poets, you know, um, Flowers in the Attic, they're like, what is that? Or when I played, you know, some of the bruise stuff or whatever, you know, people immediately, you know, or Lady Blackbird, you know, I mean, I came back from a trip in LA and I'd met Chris Seafried and he played me, um, oh, I can't remember what it was, what's the name of the track? I can't remember now, you have to forgive me, but it was the first Lady Blackbird track that I thought was good and I played it on the radio. I mean, I knew she had a ridiculous voice, but there were people even go, what's that tune? You know, and you're just like, mm. someone can be bothered to email in on yeah. a message chat room about a track. There's something there, do you know what I mean? You know, what I wanted was to have a band that you found from nothing that you took to something. And that had, that had eluded me all of those years, and I really wanted that. And then I think I sort of came out of that and was a bit like in this new world order where streaming had just started happening. And, you know, and you're like, yeah, well, I want hit records. I want big records. I want to find another act that I can. And I think really for the last nine, eight years or so, that's what I've been looking for. And it's been really difficult to find it, you know. And then Lady Blackbird came along and... I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to make a record that I love. You know, and we didn't have a lot of money. We'd been given some money by Max Lusada to run the set foundation up. And I was just like, she's great. You know, I'd worked with the producer and, and I was just like, I don't want any drums on the record. I just want it to be this sort of chilled thing. Um, and yeah, and, and, and then that sort, of, that, that, that sort of took off. But... Um, yeah, you know, I sort of find myself in this position now where, you know, I'd found, and also, you know, it's between label and management. You know, I think the management is really important. I think the label is great to put stuff out. I mean, I was managing that guy KDA for a long time. I managed Greg Folk for a little while recently. Couldn't really get anything to work with him, although I had a really good vision for what he wanted to do, and I think he's brilliant. But it just didn't seem to work out. and. You know, and then this guy, Zach Witness, who produced the last Eric Fadil, yeah, yeah, yeah. managing him. And we're gradually, after like four or five years, sort of getting him in a position where, you know, we've just cut some tracks with that rapper Dochi from LA. You know, Zach has done tracks with Frank Ocean and Niall Rogers and Andre 3000. And, you know, he, he's amazing. He's like the most talented person I've met since Switch um, and I think he's probably more talented than Switch as much as I, I love Switch Switch has got a rawness about him but Zach has got mad skills as a player as a, he's got that hip hop housey sensibility about him we've signed him to Defected to Defected um, Touch Wood he's going to be one that will kind of really blossom he should do he's an amazing amazing character but I think yeah I think I sort of got I lost my way a little bit and then when we did Foundation it brought me right back down to like you know what just try just make records that you love put them out and see what happens do you know what I mean which worked out <laughs> it, yeah it, it's worked but, out but I mean, all that it, experience isn't it? It's, it it's almost everything you've done has contributed to that baby yeah point. totally 100%, yeah, yeah. 100% you know like you know that, that bit I said about the songwriting thing was so important for me to understand what great songs are You've been really fascinated speaking to us. Thank you. Pleasure, man. Yeah. So, um, I guess we'll mention what you did. 
you know, check out the NTS show. That's every Thursday, isn't it? Every Thursday, 11 until 1. Um, NTS Channel 1, part like Soup to Nuts. That's a good one. Because um, then you can hear what I'm playing and what that's all about. I mean, Instagram, Ross Allen Music, Facebook, everything I do on Instagram goes up there. I'm not brilliant on the socials, but, you know... Yeah, you you know if, if there's new music that I've got coming out, you will see it on there. If there's um, gigs I'm doing, you'll see them on there. And and the radio show really is the sort of the the route into what I'm all about. And then obviously there's Foundation, the record label, you know. So um, yeah, we're doing that. We've got a new, we've got a band Cooper T. We've got the it the Earth Angel album, which is Parrot doing a street soul project. Um, we've got Foremost Poets. Um, we've got this, yeah. There, there's a whole load of things we're going to sign. Bruce, I, lo- I love the Earth Angel. I, I bought that um, vinyl, the yes, white label pickup. Yeah, that's real good. And and your show is brilliant. You always put me onto stuff. I'm listening to it. I hadn't picked up on that Cohen track, the, the classic one. There was another tune I picked up on your best off show as well recently that I'd missed out on as well. So I'm, yeah. I'm always checking your shows. So, yeah, thank nice. you. Nice one. Cheers, Rob. Cool, cool. I'm lost. And I'm looking I'm lost And I'm looking
running out of time on the show this week big thank you to Ross Allen for putting the time aside for that interview and the full interview is up on the True Thoughts YouTube page it's just just over two hours long it's part of the Maps Advice and Stories series we're doing just to if you're looking um, to get some advice on various aspects within the music industry the first one I did was with uh, Mr Scruff about DJing and so grateful to Ross for putting the time aside to talk about a and some I didn't have time to fit everything in on the version on the show this week, but on the YouTube, it's some, of, you know, some of the crazy stories you sort of hear about you that don't really know is true. Ross at a and meetings at majors with someone taking like a badly drawn boy record off the turntable and throwing it against the wall before he was signed to Excel and well known, and lots of information like that, as well as um, great stories behind the music and. Uh, Ross's brilliant ear for a good tune and a good artist. So um, let me give you a rundown of all the tunes that we played in that um, and all of them um, Ross is connected with one way or the other, mainly on an A&R point of view. Um, so we had Alternate Twisted, which came out in Strictly Rhythm, The Amalgamation of Sounds, Cat in the Rain, um, which was on Filter alongside the track after that, DJQ. We Are One, the original mix, and then we had SpaceX Eve, the JD, J Diller instrumental mix, followed by SpaceX Eve, the classic original. And then the Underworlds Prima Redental, which used to be a massive tune at our club night we used to do in the late 90s, up to the mid noughties. Phonic Hoop in Brighton, Prima Redonta, the Underwolves. And then we had Pesce, classic tune from the album Mars From Home Switch, was the name of that, all on Island Blue Records. And then 
Amy Winehouse in my favourite remix that I've heard of hers, Seiji, on the remix of Take the Box, which um, Ross sorted out. Ross sorted out. He, he did the MJ Cole one as well for Amy Winehouse, and then moving into music he did on the Casual record label alongside Chris from Cargo. Shout out to Chris. Um, so we had Medicine featuring Frost P, Lady Sovereign, Shiesty and Zoo's Rock and then in the background was Bruce, the Dassy Slide which I've been playing a lot recently and then we finished off with Lady Blackbird, Lost and Looking, Colleen Cosmo Murphy on the remix of that, love that remix. Yeah, so hope you enjoy that. This track in the background, 2000 Black, Sour, Sop and Mango. So yeah, just before we finish off, don't forget, keep up to date with what we're doing release-wise, gig-wise at True Thoughts, TRU Thoughts on the website and various social media. I've got the various ways to check the show and the current track listings and archive track listings on my website, Robert Louis, R-O-B-E-R-T-L-U-I-S. I'm down with Instagram and X, Robert Louis there. If you want to link up, shout out to everybody, getting in touch. And we're going to finish off the show with a brilliant tune which I'm really enjoying Energy Exchange Ensemble featuring Oscar Jerome Lime Green Skies whatever you're up to in the next week have a good one take it easy and yeah let's hopefully catch up next week see you later
You're listening to One BTN 101.4 FM DAB Online around the world 1BTN 1BTN BTN You're listening You're listening to 1BTN 101.4 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 1B